welcome back to Attempted Delivery. My name is Sean Dickensheets. I'm Damian Napolis. And we're excited to have you back. And uh, we got a lot to talk about in this episode, so we're just going to get right into it. Indeed. Um, yeah, first off, I wanted to actually mention um, these headlines about UPS that I've been seeing recently. And there's a really strange uh, arc to them. I don't know yeah. what that sound my throat just made. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to edit that out. <laughs> um but yeah, there's a, an interesting arc. So, I, uh, like a week or two ago, I started seeing a bunch of articles about um, UPS uh, people like uh, having trouble because of the heat in their trucks. Oh, really? And stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, like, okay, welcome, wel- welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, trucks hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because they're driving with the doors open all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously without air conditioning and that kind of thing and like getting sick or even being hospitalized or, or that kind of thing, having heat hmm. stroke, heat exhaustion and all that. So I started seeing a lot of that. And then all of a sudden I saw this article um, that was UPS drivers videos about $40 an hour wage have viewers arguing. So then this article was about how amazing it is to work for UPS and yeah. you make all this money and that kind of thing. And, um, did they make that article? <laughs> I don't, I don't know because it's, it's kind of, um, incongruent with the article that I saw most recently, which is that, um, uh, one of the biggest strikes in us history is brewing at UPS. Really? <laughs> That's weird. So one of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's and it's funny. It kind of reminds like a few months ago um, with Amazon. Uh huh. It was kind of very similar. It was like all these horrible working conditions, and then it was like Amazon saying, "Nuh uh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then like people threatening to strike, and they they had some kind of strike. I don't know how effective it Uh was or anything, but people were trying to unionize and that kind of thing. But um, the UPS they're already unionized. I believe they're uh, the Teamsters, which is one oh, of one okay. of the oldest unions or strongest is that unions what that in is? the country. So it's a union. Oh, see, I didn't realize Teamsters what that is was. like a trucking union. Okay, so um, uh, okay, yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that like first we're seeing all these UPS people like damn near dropping dead because yeah. of the heat, and then it was <laughs> a glowing article about, but you make decent money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You make forty dollars an hour to drop dead. If you I mean, don't drop dead, you make decent money. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the biggest strikes in U.S. history yeah, yeah. is brewing at UPS. So I'm curious. Well, that's interesting because I don't really understand why. Like, it's not that hot, is it? <laughs> like, I, I just drink. I mean, it depends you, on where you are. I, I guess, mean, huh? I mean, people have definitely died in mail trucks. Yeah, for sure. But from the heat. It's usually yeah. like you gotta drink more water and shit. Yeah, true. Huh? That's interesting. Forty dollars an hour, shit. Mm-hmm. They can make a move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's funny. And like, maybe UPS isn't giving their employees enough messaging about drinking water. <laughs> yeah, they should just tell them every day. Right. That would that would probably make the difference. They should put a big sign on the windshield so that they can't. They you know. Or if they gave them some kind of card. 
That would be helpful. Um, that, that would let them like a, know the the signs of heat stroke and heat exhaustion. Yeah, I think that would definitely solve the problem. Right. Uh, maybe a wallet size. Right. Throw it in there. Throw right. it in your wallet, and then that way you can fan yourself with it <laughs> yeah, when yeah, you get yeah, hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, negotiations are set to begin in. Spring uh, between UPS and the Teamsters in spring. That's long as fuck away. In the spring, yeah, just it's in time for a, just in time for another hot summer yeah, season. Yeah. Um, well, their current contract uh, ends in July of 2023. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. See, so yeah, uh, labor experts are predicting that the the drivers and package handlers will go on strike. Um. So I guess I guess we'll see what happens. An <laughs> estimated six percent of the nation's gross domestic product is moved in UPS trucks every year. That's it. Well, six percent of the entire nation's gross—I mean, that's that's yeah, there's a only sizable f- chunk. Like four delivery companies. Everybody else have all of the rest of the percentage. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there's like national truck. Oh, like as far as the Teamsters go, they they deal oh, with okay. way more. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, it'll it'll be. It'll be interesting to see. I just, uh, I just thought it was interesting. That the is arc, funny. Um, the arc of, of of seeing the progression of articles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. Kind of harkened back to uh, to Amazon a few months ago. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. Now that you think say that, which I don't understand, the Amazon thing was kind of funny to me because it's like, how are you going to try to union? Like, unions are very good, obviously, but like. How do you just unionize a company that doesn't have a union? Isn't it kind of like, hey, go fuck yourself? We don't have a union. You're fucked. No, the uh, essentially the the workers organize and form one. Yeah, but how can you form a? Aren't you just fired? Well, it's like a, like there's no restaurant. <laughs> that's unions. what that's what Amazon does. There are laws against doing that against yeah. companies doing See, that. And it's um, it, listen, companies are fucked up. But I kind of disagree with like stuff like that because it's like I own this company. How are you going to tell me what I can and can't? Like, I, okay, if it's shitty, then they won't work for me, and then I will need to get better, right? Like, if you have a shitty restaurant and you're a horrible, like, manager of a restaurant or owner of a restaurant, people will stop working for you. You will always need help. You will never be have good service, and well, you will never... There's always people looking for jobs. As much as people get... want to say that people don't want to work, I mean, people do. They just want to work in a Yeah, in a place, place that, they, but... that respects them. Yeah, yeah. But... At the same time, like uh, there are laws in place so uh, companies can't take advantage of those of people who do people, work. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah and so. I get it in certain places. Like there's certain places that don't have the opportunity. They have like fucking two warehouses nearby, and it's like I can't just go to the next city to work at some other somewhere else. The closest that's like a big thing about Walmart. Like to say Walmart's like the way they treat people is a, it's especially back when. Walmart was like newer because now there's so many big companies, but Walmart was the big company. And when they were treating people like shit, it was like, hey, man, you're you're killing small businesses. So now nobody has an option but to work for your business. Right. So like that, I, I understand how in smaller places that is definitely an issue. But it's weird that it's I don't know. It's just weird to me. It reminds me of thing that always drove me crazy. I used to smoke cigarettes and it drove me crazy that you weren't allowed to 
If I own a restaurant, I don't care what my food sales are. If I want smoking in my restaurant, don't I have the right to allow smoking in my fucking restaurant? Hmm. Like that was always weird to me that like you they that that the law that like the government be a state law that Yeah, it's like how dare you make I'm sorry, do I not own this fucking business? Like how <laughs> dare you make a law stating that I can't let smokers be in my You know what I mean? Isn't that that I always thought that was weird. I get that. I I guess because it's a public place yeah and but don't go there but it is also a private place at the same time so i, I kind of get what you're saying though i was i was super thankful in maryland for sure when yeah, i first yeah. started playing shows it was just in a cloud i i yeah. never smoked cigarettes yeah, so i was so just constantly uh-huh. in it and when they stopped it i mean the rest of the band was sad but i was like I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't smoke anymore. And I'm not, I'm kind of ambivalent about cigarette smoke. Sometimes some places get pretty gnarly. Right. Like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, it's way too smoky in here. Mm-hmm. But I usually, it usually doesn't bother me. But I just think it's like crazy that you could make, that you can make a law against, like, I own, I own this restaurant. What are you talking about? I want this to be a shit show like i want this restaurant to be a dive bar i want there to be smoking everywhere right right how how can you make a law against that when nobody has to go into the restaurant that's that's true you know what yeah, i mean like it's yeah. crazy to me i get it if hey if you're losing business because of it they will stop right. smoking in their restaurant believe that restaurants need all the money they can get right but like the closest place that i can think of tourist in how you how are you gonna tell them not to have cigarette smoke like fuck you there's a bunch right. of bikers go here. Like, <laughs> no, we smoke cigarettes. At any given here. time, there's probably more people outside smoking than are inside. Yeah. I think you can <laughs> still smoke in there. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Last time I was in, you could. Mm. At least this was pre pandemic, so maybe it changed. But yeah, I mean, because like, we went there once for like a, a small show, and like Lori was like, dude, we got to go. Like, this is too much. <laughs> well, she, then, then I guess you can. Yeah, you could, do but I don't know if it was uh maybe it's changed now. But this I was post all those laws and shit. So uh, I, got, I, I, got. I think they can still smoke in there. Maybe not in the front or something. Already, maybe not the front bar, but maybe just in the back, like con- concert area is generous, but right. the backstage area and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it just always drove me crazy. And I used to smoke, so I was definitely like, but I never, I was never somebody that cared about going outside to smoke. Like right. in the dead of winter, I don't, it makes me laugh when people complain. It's like, dude, this is your habit, man. <laughs> Fuck that. I didn't mind. I would go out and smoke, right. but right. it's just crazy. Like it seems like, dude, I own this business. Like how dare you, then nobody has to come here now with like something like Amazon, like shit like that. That's a little, it's definitely different. Like I definitely support them, you know, companies being held accountable for shitty practices. Right. But you know. You, I mean, nobody, you can't do anything about like a restaurant with a shithead owner that's just an asshole. <laughs> like, I've seen them. <laughs> well, that's, that's why like whole staffs are like quitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, at yeah. once, you know. Yeah, I mean? so it's like, doesn't that self correct correct itself? I don't know. But yeah, that is really funny. Yeah. Like I said, that, I, uh, I was not that sad. That story in Maryland. arc is hilarious. Yeah, I was not sad in Maryland when they, they stopped the no, no. in the venues. Um, speaking of venues, we <laughs> yeah. went to a new one. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, we early on, uh, any of those who have been faithful enough to listen to early, (laughs) the early painful episodes, thanks for um, that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we started out this journey, um, just going to see open mics to see what it was all about. 
as comedy fans to say, okay, what is this like? Let's go look. Um, so uh, the first place we went was Harrisburg Comedy Zone mm-hmm. at Boomerangs. Um, and this, uh, we went and performed there for the first time at, at an open mic. We've, we've been doing them at a closer place in Millersville, Phantom Power. Um, and this felt like a little bit of a graduation. Sure. I mean, yeah. not, not really, because yeah, it's, it's, it's still, still an open, open mic. mic. Yeah. Um. Uh, but um, it was it was interesting. Yeah, you have much bigger draw. Damien yeah. got a decent spot. I got buried. <laughs> I headlined. I headlined Harrisburg Comedy Zone. <laughs> First time there. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, they were they were wrong to let me headline. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was funny because you made a pretty funny joke about it. Like uh, the host was roasting your name a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um Sean Dickensheets, like he was roasting your name and and you made a funny joke when you came up. Like, yeah, he saw my name and said dead last. Like <laughs> <laughs> um I thought that was really funny. Um I having it was not our first open mic experience and having done like i don't know seven or eight of them or however many it is at this point at phantom power at least we were going there not completely green and out of the blue yeah yeah and i i don't know if it was overconfidence but like <laughs> that day i didn't have the same nerves no, that i've definitely had not. like usually on mondays i'm like <laughs> all right i gotta do this again tonight yeah. like the nerves start going you start second guessing everything you're doing but i like I didn't have any nerves. I was like, you know, this is just, it is what it is. And, and I'm comfortable. I've done this a few times. Um, so I felt really comfortable until we walked in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you, how, how did you feel about it going? Uh, I, I didn't have any nerves on the way there. I definitely got a little bit nervous. I got more nervous, like waiting. Cause I was fucking number 36 yeah <laughs> uh but uh yeah i didn't have like it wasn't too bad uh like walking in it's definitely funny because it's like actually a, like a it's a op- it's a bar and stuff like mm-hmm. it's it has business other than that when we mm-hmm. go on mondays it's just for the open mic it's the only thing that anybody's there for right. but it was like oh shit how many people are going to be watching like i literally didn't you know i didn't really know mm-hmm. i realized i didn't know what what exactly to expect but uh <laughs> yeah yeah so no, and I definitely think one thing I think it helps is we had just gone. Oh well, you didn't even go that Monday. No, I yeah, I wasn't. Able so to I make went. It that I had just gone Monday, right. so I think that helped with my nerves because it was like it was only three days instead of right seven days or whatever. But then also it could just be getting more comfortable in general because it's been less anxious every time. Yeah, so. yeah. In general, I've been feeling more comfortable and and hopefully a little looser. Um, Upon rewatching, because we actually remembered to to watch our sets yeah, before yeah, talking yeah. about them this time, um, I I still noticed a little bit of a rushed feeling. I was like, I could have paused more there for effect. I, I could have taken my time a little m- bit more. Yeah, it's but a big over, thing for me. Overall, it felt more comfortable. Um, I'm glad I had worked out the pacing back and forth <laughs> thing. And just kind of like learned to just like keep the mic in its stand, and then I can't move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it forced me to plant there, so um, I did kind of feel like I 
did my set like kind of through a panic attack because yeah. I, it just i don't know why the nerves ramped up uh so much i don't know if it was the size of the room the size of the stage it, it um i i don't know what it was maybe it was just the fact that it was a new place sure yeah um and that we've kind of gotten comfortable with phantom power and that kind of thing but um I, I i was definitely holding on to the mic stand for fear of like falling over yeah. or passing it or <laughs> yeah. something but but at least i wasn't pacing back and forth uh-huh. so yeah yeah i uh <laughs> i could have did better i didn't know uh, it's funny so i go i go up and i make that joke and when i said when i said about like oh yeah <laughs> you saw dick and sheets and just said dead last <laughs> i like the monitors are louder there mm-hmm. so it was like very way louder than i'm used to than it is at like phantom powder like for right. meat powder <laughs> Fan, phantom powder sounds like a nice drug um phantom power uh it was way louder. So I'm like, shit, I, I'm I'm like screaming right now. So I like pulled the mic further away mm-hmm. and I was getting through and I basically got through. Which is actually good mic technique. That is sure. that's a if, good if I was accurate. <laughs> right. The problem it's, is it's a good instinct. Yeah, like yeah. just like on this, if we're gonna yell, uh huh. Yeah, we don't can wanna, tell here yeah, you definitely. don't want to pull back. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But it was like oh, and it was a wireless mic, so it was like a new different type of mic. It was a uh, Yeah, and I like I heard it was way louder to me mm-hmm. and it also could have been the acoustics of the room as well, but it was very loud for me. So I'm like, Oh shit, let me pull it away. So I'm not screaming these people out of the room. Right. And I looked down and somebody we know from Phantom power was like holding his, holding his arm, like kind of like flexing his arm towards his face. And I'm like, and this was like after like halfway through my first joke and my first bit, I guess, and uh, I'm like, oh, I'm being too loud. I'm still being too loud. <laughs> you thought he was motioning uh-huh. that, like, dude, you're t- too yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I pulled it further away, which was the opposite, because he was trying to fucking tell me, put it to your face. Right. <laughs> and I did I did the opposite. So then I was even harder to hear, and somebody behind him like yelled, put it to your mouth. I forget what she said exactly. I'm like, what'd she say? And he's like, and she, she said it again, and I'm like, Oh, instantly realized what I, what the fuck I did. Like, oh, <laughs> he was telling me the opposite of what I've read. So that like had me. I kind of like I kind of threw off my rhythm pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So like, I pretty much torched the delivery for the entire rest of my set. And like, kind of like then I started forgetting shit. So like that was uh yeah. So I kind of like bombed most of the rest of my set for the most part. But looking back, not. Yeah, it really, wasn't that though. bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, were, you were still getting laughs and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess but I was just in my head. That kind of thing definitely yeah, gets it, in your head. Yeah. Me, yeah, I went off the rails immediately <laughs> after that. But uh, no, and looking back, it wasn't as as atrocious. It, and I just kept like forgetting. The, I, I've kept forgetting my like the way I was supposed to deliver my jokes, forgetting like punchlines. I'm like, shit, all right. Because then you're thinking More, about the volume uh-huh. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, it kind of just like blank slate, like just like reset my head. I'm like, oh, I forgot everything now. What show, <laughs> where was I? Like, so, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it was all right. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, um, it was pretty <laughs> good. Uh, this time, because there were 36 people who signed up. So you get there and, like Phantom Power, it's, it's pretty casual um, because there's definitely plenty of time for everyone to get five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
up in Harrisburg because so many people sign up. Depending on the night, they may have to shorten people's sets. Yeah. Um. So they'll say, "Oh, we're at four minutes," or and then once they started getting over thirties, yeah. they're like, "All right, it's three minute sets for everybody," which kind of makes you have to adjust. Oh yeah. Which is yeah. something we're not used to. Like hell no. Um. So there was I. Luckily, I I tried to go the safe, easy route and was like, let me just kind of redo most of my short ones that have at least gotten some reaction in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then all I really had to adjust was just cutting like one of those. Uh-huh. Um, but I could see, I don't know if did I don't know if it created any obstacle for you because yours were kind of longer did the time fuck with you where like I have this five minutes set out or I have this four minutes set out and then they just tell me I have a minute left. How do you like cut a chunk of a story out? Like exactly. Yeah. Um, it definitely like it could have fucked with me, but I had just run Monday. I just run the exact set plus a bunch. Like I did, I had what I was going to do. I knew I knew that I we were only going to have like four minutes, so right, I, I had when we had watched it was four. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right, like that's months right. ago, and I had planned on four minutes, but then it was five minutes up in Elizabethtown. So, yeah, Millersville. Why, why did I say Elizabethtown? <laughs> uh, Millersville. So I did. I was like, okay. So I just added to that. I had four minutes, and I just added to that to do Monday. And I knew what I was going to take up to Harrisburg because we planned on going. Right. So I actually, and I, and I always go quick every time I do not go as, and I'm trying, something I'm trying to work on, like relaxing and not burning through my jokes as much, or maybe, I don't know. Cause like, it always seems to go way quicker than I plan on going. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of time, if, sometimes I don't even get the light. Which is which I which is a reason why I want to try to write more shorter jokes to try. So it's like, oh, I ran out of jokes. All right, uh, let's go with this. Like, right. just throw <laughs> shit at the wall or whatever, or more riffing because then I know that I don't. But I'm just I don't I'm I don't want to run the light, and I don't want to run into the situation like you just said where I I'm in the middle of a story and they give me the light and I'm like, I don't know if I can finish this up in a minute. Mm. So like, I, but luckily. Like I said, I had just done it on Monday. So when we sat down, we knew it was going to be three minutes. So I'm like, all right, how long does... Because I had two basic jokes that I wanted to do. Two bits, I guess. or It's, it's kind of one bit that I wanted to do. And I had extra a couple extra jokes that I was going to add to that. So I was like, maybe if I just cut those, but I don't even know if that's short enough. And I had just done it on Monday. So I actually, when we were sitting down to wait for the the show to start, I listened to my set from Monday on Uh, stage because I knew that that would be accurate because I knew that would be rushed because I always rush on stage. I always (laughs) rush when I actually do it live. It'll give you a better sense of actually how long it takes. Yeah, so I literally, and I recorded it. So I I fast forwarded to like where it starts where the jokes at themselves start and it was like exact it was almost exactly three minutes so i'm like oh sick nice. i'm golden <laughs> so like i wasn't even worried about it at that point and then i ate shit anyway so it even, i was like oh i'm good i'm fucking golden i'm not gonna forget this these are jokes that i've done like right. i've already done before i know the i actually know these pretty well mm-hmm. and then i forgot them because i i <laughs> <laughs> His shit went off the rails anyway. So it was funny that I wasn't worried. 
And then I fu- and then everything just like went to shit anyway. <laughs> so it was like, damn it, I wasn't even worried, and it still got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, but at least you know we don't have a ton of experience, but at least we're learning, and you could make that adjustment on the fly. Uh-huh. You know, well, like- yeah, and uh, apparently, dude at Phantom Power, I found out adjusts volume for people. Like right. he'll turn up sound and stuff. I guess at Harrisburg they don't really do that it's probably set and forget kind of thing yeah um, yeah but yeah a good sound guy will adjust for sure for yeah, that yeah. Kind of thing. yeah yeah and he uh and like so maybe i always maybe that is something i definitely have to work on more is mike discipline because maybe he's and i actually asked him he said not really too much at the same time though i feel like um we just watched um i guess uh might be a good spot to to go on we um also since last episode um did another one at phantom power uh-huh. and we rewatched that set um oh well i guess, i don't know if it was conscious because we had done the harrisburg yeah, but yeah. you were super solid good volume oh i was conscious yeah okay. <laughs> it's something that, like okay i have to do this right like i definitely and it makes me because i kind of hold i don't know it's just comfortable for me to hold the mic kind of close to the mic mm-hmm. not like hold like down low by the by the uh, string by the cord or whatever <laughs> but uh so i can kind of like keep my thumb really close to my chin and make mm-hmm. sure i can like feel it on there like sometimes or if you know what i mean so it's like like okay i just got to make sure i know that my hands right there and apparently right. that's the move <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I learned that that's the move is to keep that shit really close to your face because <laughs> if, if they don't want to if, if you're too loud i guess it's kind of up to them if you're. I just feel like I was yelling there for a second. If it's kind of up to them to lower the volume if you're too loud, you know what I mean. So it's right, like right. it's a. It's better to be too loud because then they can just like, oh shit, let me turn that down. This is crazy. Let's turn that down. Or yeah, shit, cause, cause they just really, yell at me, yeah. and I'll fucking adjust. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we did do, do Phantom Power as well. Um. And again, felt a little more comfortable. I mean, I don't, I don't think the nerves ever, compl- ever completely go away. Yeah, yeah. Because you were still, like, getting up in front of people and, like, quote-unquote, performing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think the nerves completely ever go away. I think you just learn to put them in a place and, like, use that nervous energy to just push through yeah. or whatever. I mean, that's what's been happening to me, whether it's... I mean, yeah. it's not conscious. So, like, luckily, it's, it's working out. Right. Like, I'm not, like fucking eminem and eight mile up there or anything like that so right. that's good thank god because <laughs> yeah. i don't know what i'd do if i like i don't know how to fix that problem i was seriously having nightmares of on harrisburg like i'm gonna pass out on that stage they're gonna have <laughs> to like call people and like wheel me off of the stage or something like that it's seriously yeah. you're gonna end up on the wall just for embarrassing yourself <laughs> right <laughs> um but yeah uh the I guess it was four or five days. Like did Harrisburg on the Thursday, and then that Monday we did um, our uh, our spot, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Phantom yeah. Power, um, which kind of feels like our home base that we've sure, yeah. Know. Um, and it's it's really weird watching rewatching our our sets from both nights. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it felt like watching two different people. Uh huh. It was two different approaches, and I don't know what I want to do or some kind of combination of both. I feel pretty happy about both uh-huh. 
performances. I felt like they went all right. I definitely noticed stuff like, yeah, I, like I said before, like I could have paused here. I could have delivered this differently. Yeah. Um, the um, at Phantom Power, there it was just two slightly longer ones. Um, and I, I guess I'm still just trying to feel that out uh-huh. to what feels better. I I don't know how to work it out and in, in meaning I, I i just keep coming up with ideas and then just seeing if they work but i've i i have a hard time trying to like go in any particular direction yeah yeah and i don't know what is right for me or what works better or will work better mm-hmm. um i feel like i'm still on just like the throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks phase yeah but eventually, I want to like know what I'm throwing or like. I don't, yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, it makes I'm, sense. I'm trying to feel well, it yeah, out. Well, yeah, it's but hard I, to. I mean, yeah. I guess for you know cliche, but like finding your voice or whatever. But yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, it's like exciting to get to a point where you're working out jokes rather than just trying to get laughs. Like, yeah, trying to like hone stuff you know works as opposed to just like see if i can find something that works right yeah 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 and that's pretty much where i'm at as well like i haven't i mean i've tried to like you know cut the fat on some jokes and there's jokes i definitely have to for sure like the ones we just did i mean i definitely need to cut fat on some jokes some jokes are you know economic enough but yeah it's just gonna be and I guess that'll come with repeating jokes as well. Just like, all right, so this isn't working. This worked here once. It's not working anymore. Maybe it's too long. Maybe it's too short. And it's not, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just too early. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is too early to even be like thinking about that, but it is something like, well, we're going to have to anyway. So. Yeah. And, and with, with even doing any of this process and doing this podcast, like, I want to be mindful of like each time I want to improve in some fashion sure it's just hard to know which thing to improve or which uh-huh. way to go um and and there really is no real way to find out other than doing it yeah it's very i don't know if i don't know if meta is the right word but it's yeah. very like you can you don't know how to do it and the only way to do it is to do it like there's, yeah 100 no, percent you know there, yeah, there's literally no. Yeah, it makes me think of how stupid it was to like, like dwell on starting so much. It was like yeah. we were wasting so much time, <laughs> which why we knew we were wasting time. But right, and and part of that and was for the kinda, sake of content. Yeah, part part of that was kind of the build up. Yeah. Um. So if anybody goes back to listen, like the first four episodes or five, oh um, was us kind of like going to see comedy like kind of discussing comedy but like kind of building up to doing it um and then with the 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 payoff of okay actually we're doing it and and hit the ground running and that kind of thing um so i think it was in a sense it was it was way too much uh analysis paralysis overthinking it for sure um but at the same time i feel like it kind of created an arc that if people would follow they could it would pay off in some fashion yeah to yeah. by the time they get to where we're doing it, yeah. maybe they give a shit why we're doing it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But well, and I guess it. Uh, but now we're like seventeen episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They still don't give a fuck. No, so. yeah, nobody, nobody, <laughs> no one cares. Um, yeah, and it's like funny because we got the opportunity, which you know before I guess before fucking podcasts, you don't really have the opportunity to be like a nerd about stand up 
in like the like in the way that we were we we had listened to all these like stand-ups talk about talk about the art like the art of stand-up like bombing and working on jokes like we get to like listen to these people talk about this shit and before when they started they were just like oh that looks fun maybe i can try that like Right. We, that's not how we approached it at all, <laughs> which right. in hindsight, maybe that's how we should have approached it. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I also, I f- mean, this is how people are going to, I mean, some people are just going to jump on stage, but right. a lot of people but probably start the way we started. You know what I mean? Learning about stand up way and, before. And I feel like this is important to kind of vocalize our experience because we are sharing it. Uh, any season we've we've said this before too like any seasoned comic who's listening to any of this is just like shut the fuck up and go do it yeah but at the same time i feel like we're just vocalizing the mindset of anybody who starts out in this yeah yeah i guarantee anybody who started out in this has had many of these thoughts it's just we're just trying to vocalize now we're just pussies that's all this is (laughs) (laughs) we're just trying to figure it out in real time not to tell anybody else how to do it because we don't know. Yeah, it's just clearly. we're just talking out loud, like we're figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll, <laughs> when we know, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, this experience of Phantom Power was the first, um, with a really fucking obnoxious crowd. <laughs> I'm glad you, I almost forgot. About I didn't that. know if I wanted By the to way, talk about real it. Real quick, yep, yep. You bought me a drink on Monday. I for sure was gonna forget that I bought you a drink on Thursday because <laughs> you repaid uh, right, me right. for the. I, <laughs> it's like, do you ever know? Do you ever like realize one of those? To, oh, I was absolutely gonna forget that. I mean, this is like a mundane thing, <laughs> right? But right. The, like, did you like you like Kate ever tell you something? It's like, oh yeah, okay. And then in your head, you're like, oh, I don't know much. But I do know that I was not going to remember what she just fucking told me. Oh, 100%. Like, it, it, it doesn't happen often. There's always a chance I'm going to remember, but that I was definitely going to forget for no particular reason. We have this uh, like bench coat rack thing by the front door, and we had bought it or ordered it or whatever, and it was just sitting by the front door for a long time in the yeah. box, and... uh Finally, one day I like come home from work and was like, you know what? I'm gonna like put this thing together and like get the brownie points for like being proactive and like uh-huh. putting this thing together. And uh, so I get it. I like have her stuff hung up so when she opens the door, it's just already there and like yeah, in place. Yeah. And she's like, "You do remember that I was gonna return that, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do now. <laughs> do you keep it? Yep. Hell yeah, it's still there. Why was she gonna return it? She didn't like it. The color or something uh, like that. So I get the paint. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um what the hell were we talking about uh obnoxious oh uh, yes yeah. <laughs> see i forget things yeah. <laughs> um i i was debating even talking about it because um i feel like we've talked good about some people there but we try not to really tell name or say names well, and that yeah, kind of yeah, thing of people that. there because we don't know if they want to be in <laughs> associated yeah, exactly, with exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, God, they might yeah, not want to be associated with us <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I have a feeling that we're not going to see this well, person ever Well, I mean, again. I don't remember his name either, so... I don't That's really, either. really uh, irrelevant. Um, I did not know that he was going to be going up, but from the beginning, it was just constant input 
from this person and comedians ask rhetorical questions they kind of ask the crowd and sometimes they want an actual answer well sometimes they do not yeah and he he would he would be talking just the entire time like commenting benign stuff he wasn't being he wasn't a heckler by any you know what i mean like he wasn't technically heckling but he was just like thinking out loud the entire show the entire show what the fuck um in and literally the yeah. entire time waiting to go up, I was like, "Good, we need one of these." I we I, I have no experience with this shit, so let's see <laughs> see how this goes. Yeah, and it, and he got handled by a few people in different in, in different ways. Um, and it it just it, it was good for the experience because I'm sure that's not the last time. Um, no, definitely not. But this is uh, again, we are not coming from authority telling other people how to do comedy. But at this point, there are some things that you can do as somebody going to watch comedy. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's nothing. One of those things is shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, just yeah, sit yeah. there and listen. Um, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was just, it was just a constant answer to a question nobody asked. He uh-huh. was just, kind of, he was just constantly like talking to the comedian as if he was the only one in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it was brutal. Um, and people were kind of like acknowledging or kind of a joke, like, all right, dude, like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the host several times was just like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, but one of the most beautiful moments came when, uh, a really seasoned regular, like he <laughs> yeah. does, he does actually actual like legit shows <laughs> yeah, yeah. in addition to the open mics. Um, he, he actually, and he was just sitting there and just finally looked over and was like, Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, it's so yes. fucking funny. <laughs> it was, uh, it was so like brutal but necessary in yeah, that yeah. moment cuz he needed to and he did not after that. No, he no, continued he to yeah, be obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's I mean, I have a hard time being mean. He's, he's like I said he wasn't being like mean, but it's like, dude. Uh, like and maybe we're He's being rude. Yeah, yeah. It was not, it was rude, but not for the sake of being rude, but right, just right. unknowing, you know, ignorant. Ignorantly being like, you know. Right. <laughs> um Yeah, just commenting wooting on things that <laughs> need not be wooted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, that was hilarious though. But Shut it was it was a good ex- it was a good experience. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it's uh yeah, some people just don't. I mean, this is something we've heard. And like, may, hey, we listen to a bunch of comics talk about this shit on podcasts. So I guess we have an edge to know how to be an audience member. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe he just doesn't get... I, mean, I feel clearly, like it's just being a decent human being. It is, like, but uh, some people don't know how to do it. And I guess, it, I don't know, it's exciting. They're at a comedy show. I mean, so, there's always people... I think it's funny when people like like woo everything it's like dude aren't you tired of wooing like yeah it's just, and there's that that's always just funny to me personally it's not nobody cares and it's not like negative but it does make me laugh when people like woo throughout an entire comedy right. show like when i saw and some people are just incessant like i when i saw andrew dice clay don't don't think for a second that during the throughout the entire show periodically people were yelling out Hickory Dickory Dock. Oh, like, fucking hell. Jesus Christ, man. Shut Have them removed. Up. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think his fans, 
I don't think he has an option to remove them. Right. I don't think he, I don't right. think Dice Clay gets to be like. <laughs> I think he just has to like ignore. And he did. He would yeah. completely ignore it. And I've seen there was a show. One of my one of the funniest albums. It's just so crazy. Is uh, the day the laughter died. It's one of his albums, and he goes up with zero material. Is this the one where it's just like I think uh, that's the one the Rick room. Rubin produced, right? Yes, I yeah, think so. Yeah, yeah. He basically he almost I don't know because it's not it's just an album. It does there's mm-hmm. no visual, right? But uh, there's no video. But he uh he I, he I think he walks most of the room, <laughs> but he goes up with zero material, and it is it's really I mean it's but that's nice. a true representation of of comedy on any uh-huh. on yeah. any given night oh yeah so that's, that's, and it was it's funny i'm fucked up so it's hilarious to me mm-hmm. but it is wild the shit that he's <laughs> saying to people like and it's it is so it, it to me it's really really funny mm-hmm. but like at some point in that album somebody says like hickory they fucking they say something and he or they might they say they do say like do the rhymes they say like rhymes or whatever, and he's like, "I'll do fucking rhymes if I want to do fucking rhymes." Like, don't tell me. And then he eventually does do rhymes, and he like spins them. He's like, "Well, fucking." If he says like, uh, he's like starts a rhyme, and then instead of like finishing the rhyme, he'll just say your fucking mother or something like. I forget what he says, but he just like shits on the dude who told him to do rhymes or whatever. Right. It is really funny, but. He he did end his show with rhymes with nursery rhymes because right. I guess you he kind of has to at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of have to, and it, fuck it, why not? You know what I mean? They they want to hear it. I don't know right. why. I mean, I guess it's funny. I don't know. I guess if you've been a he's been around. He's a legend. I mean, in comedy, so it's like right. if he he's known for those rhymes. So fucking if he has to end his show with a a handful of rhymes, why not? You know? Right. Right. You know, you are doing it for the fans, I guess. So kind of like Burt Kreischer doing the machine story. Yeah, he kind of has to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. It's so funny because he doesn't have to, but it's hilarious that he has that. He's kind of walked himself into that expectation. <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's um, there are stereotypes out there that like it's it's a hack joke at this point about certain people talking in movie theaters or being loud in movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. I think there needs to be a new thing about fucking white people at comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. They're the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. worst. Yeah. <laughs> they are the worst. Yeah, they're definitely... <laughs> yeah, we got to start that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, that's, but it was... I mean, it was fine. It was... He got... Yeah, we got through it. He actually gave me one of my better laughs of the night because I had a thing about how the meat eaters have become more annoying than the vegans. And of course him and his crew was like, vegans here, we're vegans, we're vegans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to say, you proved me wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that was a good fucking... That, it landed in my lap. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I guess I can't talk shit on too much because I got <laughs> one of the better laughs Yeah, I was going to say, no, that was a perfect, <laughs> it was a perfect joke too. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah, it sucks because it's like, man, you could have not said that too. That was so good. You handled that very well with... Uh, I mean, it was coming off the top of your head. I guess yeah. it was it was the experience. Like I said, it's probably not going to be the last. So I guess we better learn how to yeah, deal with yeah. idiots. Yeah, and there was actually a couple times, and I planned this especially. Excuse me, I planned on a uh, a couple of my jokes because the way he was like responding to setups, I was like, 
I'm going to have to bulldoze him. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm, and I, I, when I start to set up a joke, and it were, it definitely worked a couple times, like, he was going to fucking comment on it, and I just kept, like, I kind of talked over him, mm-hmm. and like, plowed through to like instead of, I might have paused more if he wasn't doing that the entire time so I kind of just like ignored him and pushed through faster and louder like I kind of raised my voice a couple times to out like to drown him out nice and it did work I mean it didn't I mean it worked I mean I guess I just talked over him so it's not like it worked or didn't work but well, you, I didn't, didn't want to lose you, my momentum. Right, you didn't allow him to steal that moment. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Well, and I was worried not so much as that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want him to throw me off my game. Right. So I was like, "Fuck right. it, I'm gonna plow ahead." And then same thing with I have a joke that mentions. I have a joke that mentions Blue Lives Matter, and then mentions Black Lives Matter immediately afterwards. So right. like, if I say. And, the, you know, in, within the joke, if I say, yeah, I have this and it says blue lives matter, that's opening it up for somebody to like, boo, for sure. So I right. was like, I have to eliminate that pause. I'm like, I have to fucking be very quick about mm. getting away and going. And this is black lives matter, you know, to like, because it literally does the joke doesn't even have anything to do with like that. Any right. any movement at right. all. Right, you're not taking any stance. No, just, right, no. Right. But I had to make sure that he doesn't fucking think I am. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. I had to make sure I play, you know, and that's something like, okay, that might become useful if I do that joke, which I will. That's like, I like that joke. So I'm going to be doing that joke many more times. <laughs> so like, I'm glad that happened because I'm like, oh, okay, I know that depending on the crowd, I might have to fucking pick up the pace on this joke right here real quick. Right. To shut people up because actually before I kind of remember getting a reaction from saying that before, but it wasn't like a negative reaction. It was just like, ah, like, or something. I forget, but I definitely thought, oh, I got to plow ahead on this one. So, so I guess in retrospect, thank you. This obnoxious person (laughs) was maybe our greatest teacher that evening. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give him credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably was though. I mean, to be honest, yeah, definitely. It was another learning experience. I yeah, mean, for sure. We we hadn't really experienced that as of that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess yeah. we didn't really. I'm trying to think back, but yeah, we never really had anybody doing no, that kind of thing. People are reasonable. <laughs> most most of them. Yeah, most yeah. of them. Um, speaking of reasonable people. <laughs> uh. We caught um, uh, Dave Mustaine on yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave Mustaine's what? reasonable. Well, I uh, I grew up. I was always a huge Megadeth fan. Um, we've talked about music and, and yeah. metal yeah, and quite a bit. We apologize. We're gonna have to use. We're gonna be using a word from our band list, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> band bands <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from band, us bands. talking about because somehow they seem to work their way into every conversation, which I defend. We talk about Metallica way too much on this podcast, right. but one, it's a band that we both like, like a lot. Right. We both love Metallica, so we end up. It's easier for us to relate, to, like, because I love Avenged Sevenfold, but you don't really care about them so it's like it's easy it's middle it's middle ground that we both understand references 
or like comparisons to. And also it is Metallica. They're one of the biggest bands in the face of the earth. Definitely the biggest heavy metal band, right? I mean, nothing comes even close. I mean, as far as mainstream success. And they're still relevant. They're still just in Stranger Things. They're still touring fucking all over the world. So it's easy to bring them into con like and to compare and we also make we like music, so we do compare music to comedy a lot. Right, right. So, it's just funny how it works into every it, it's <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we we've made it a point to like not not go there. But, but we're with, gonna have to. <laughs> with being with being one of the original members. Yeah, exactly. Um now typically I only really listen to Rogan for medical advice. But um <laughs> uh now, really, I I don't listen to his podcast a lot, but I will listen depending on the guest. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is such a long thing. Like I want to listen to Tarantino for four hours. Exactly. Yeah. I don't care who's interviewing. Well, I want to listen is, to Oliver. I mean, Stone it is. They or, are like that's the best. It's the best example of long form, authentic conversations. You know what I mean? Like, right. and I would. I'm interested to how you felt about it because. I'm not like a, I'm not I don't I'm not super into like the lore of Megadeth and stuff. And that's why I was interested because as a fan like I feel like I know Megadeth inside and out and know exactly. a lot of the history and Dave Mustaine. So I'm curious of your thoughts yeah. as someone not super familiar uh-huh. hearing him talk for the first time maybe. I don't know if you ever Definitely. heard or seen oh, any interviews. Listen li- li- literally listening to him talk for the first time. Okay. I know nothing about him. Um him personally i know a little and i don't know much about megadeth either it's just like i kind of like i want to get your initial take first okay because you have no bias yeah or, yeah. yeah so <laughs> first it it that podcast is a very good example of the whole like like podcasts are a, a lot of them a lot of these i mean we are kind of trying to present our content, I get if you want to call it content, but it is an it's authentic conversation. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, and most podcasts are, especially maybe not actually that's probably not true. Most p- comedy podcasts are. Right. I don't want right. to say because there's a lot of like historical ones. There's a lot of uh, murder mi- murder podcasts. There's all kinds right. of podcasts, right. and it's that's the nature of podcasts is literally doing whatever you want. But uh, most literally, uh, I guess all of the ones I listen to f- faithfully are just conversations at the end of the day. They cover stuff, they cover current events and shit, but, and sometimes they're trying to be funny, but literally all of them, at least some of each podcast is just a conversation. And this highlights how authentic podcasts are. Cause this was not the most interesting podcast I've ever seen. Yeah. It was yep. very much. And that's kind of it's funny because you could tell that they don't they are talking they're they're it's just a conversation between them right so it's like not definitely not aimed at content because literally right off the bat um dave mustaine does jujitsu and stuff and as soon as i heard that i'm like oh i see where this is gonna go for a while (laughs) i don't know i don't do jujitsu but i do and i've thought about it because i definitely am interested in i'm very interested in jujitsu and fighting and stuff and Mm -hmm. i like fight sports i'm not super knowledgeable i've learned most of most shit from about fight sports from rogan (laughs) from other you know other people that just like boxing and shit so i've Mm -hmm. learned you know i so i 
I can I can uh, stay engaged in the conversation, but I don't need to listen to the conversation. And that's like the first pretty big piece of their of the podcast was yeah. about talking about fighting and MMA and the, you know like I, I I think he was maybe trying to get in and relate to sure. Dave Mustaine a bit and maybe try to find a common ground. Well, yeah, to, to, well, to yeah. And it's funny that he was like super Dave Mustaine super into. Yeah. Uh, like mixed martial arts, like oh, I didn't wouldn't have guessed that, and like has been for years. Right. That see, that is something I did know. You did, yeah. See, I had no idea, so I, I would have probably anticipated that. But yeah, and um, it's funny because like Rogan isn't exactly like a super big metalhead. He's obviously right. familiar with. I mean, he grew up. He grew up with those fucking bands, so it's like he definitely knows some stuff. But I, you know, you can tell he's not you. Like right, you're a metalhead, right, right. so and I'm kind of, but I'm not. I'm not even. I would be like a, a shitty metalhead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I wouldn't be. I, I just I kind of am too, but at least as far as like kind of like the big four, I know a decent. Sure, amount, yeah. You know, and I don't know thing. shit about any like current besides like Avenged Sevenfold. If you can call them metal, I mean, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, I would say so. Depends on the album. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. You know what I mean? They true. started off hardcore like punk. <laughs> yeah, you know, true. they are all over the place. So, but like, true. I do, I do like a lot of metal. I like a lot of grunge and shit too. So maybe you were in like metal bands and you play like metal guitar. So it's like, yeah, he was one of my heroes. I mean, I, I credit them. I never really took formal lessons my, when I first started. My dad taught me some stuff, but uh-huh. beyond that, I just grabbed the Metallica and Megadeth books and sure. started with what I could play. And then once I could play that, I'd just keep learning and then yeah so yeah. i essentially credit them with teaching me how to Hell play yeah. um because i would just learn their songs and then eventually branched out into other stuff but that yeah, was that yeah. was the core of my uh-huh of my learning um yeah and some of the stuff i mean it was definitely and i don't want to say it was boring because it was interesting but it was a little it was a little boring um yeah i would agree yeah and it's it's just like and it while I, and i was thinking like you know this is the down this is like you can tell it's an authentic conversation because not every fucking conversation's interesting. I mean, you guys <laughs> right, know you've right. been listening. <laughs> like, uh, there's boring every podcast. If you listen to every episode, you're gonna, especially if they're not rehearsing it, if they're not crafting a podcast, it's gonna. You're, there's there's be, better and worse episodes for sure. I mean, there's no avoiding that, and that's what makes me kind of feel better about what we do here because. Some of them are just gonna be boring. I mean, we can't we if we unless we're gonna be full of shit, but right. we have to be authentic. That's all we have. I don't right. have talent. So <laughs> that's I all def- we have to offer. Folks. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. So it's like it was. It gave me a as boring as it kind of was at times. It was definitely like uh, it kind of gives me like yeah okay this is this is what this is you know what I mean like, and there were some times where. Like, uh, like Rogan kept like fact checking stuff, which was like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's where well, that like- was, that was really funny. Cause, uh, I, I swear he give, what's his, what's his guy? Is it Jamie? That's yeah, his yeah, guy. Jamie. I swear I caught a couple times where Joe kind of gave him a glimpse. Like, can you believe this fucking guy? <laughs> like just little snippets where he was like, what? Well, maybe, yeah. I don't know if it was but- necessarily that. Cause of all people. To believe in crazy shit. Did you know that Dave Mustaine believes in some crazy shit? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I he, see. I didn't know that. Well, the thing is, he, he somewhere along the way, he kind of became Ted Nugent, and oh, I don't. Yeah? I don't really know when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
somewhere around the Obama administration, yeah, yeah. he kind of turned into Ted Nugent <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, I also had, took into a grain of salt, uh, took with a grain of salt, like um, he did, like I guess recently recover from throat cancer. So uh-huh. he he looks a little rough. He sounds a little rough. Um, but he literally has recovered from throat cancer. So yeah, you, you yeah, know, yeah. Give, I got to give the guy a break a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not shitting hey, on him. Hey, he looks like, pretty fucking metal, so right. I don't know. <laughs> he looks sick. Um, not n- sick, but sick, like gnarly. But there were definitely <laughs> instances where he was kind of making statements that almost needed to be fact-checked. Yeah, yeah. So, like... Which, and that's, like, the annoying thing about... Which you have to question yourself if Rogan is fact-checking you. <laughs> well, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Rogan's maybe, been maybe, fact-checking, maybe, and it's, like, annoying... Maybe he's more conscious of doing that because he's gotten so much shit. Well, yeah, and like right. it is annoying, and I I, I fact check myself sometimes in real life because right, I'll right. say something and somebody will give me like a look like I'm crazy, and I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> wait a second, and I'll do, it. and then I'm right, and I'm like, see, motherfucker, it's like a con- <laughs> it's a right. little bit of a pet peeve for me because a lot like. I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, but it happens to me where I'll say something and I'm like, oh, I swore that was 100% right. And it it bothers me when people are super sure about something and then wrong. Because mm-hmm. I'm not. I am very, oh, you're you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken. And that drives me crazy when I'm not because motherfucker i said that and you looked at me like i'm an asshole and then i'm right like yeah, it really bothers me right. because you're sure you're the asshole right now right. you're actually an asshole because you're so certain that i'm wrong and i'm right and then they and it bothers me cuz when people are in that situation they brush it off and it's like no 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 yeah, oh whatever no 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 <laughs> you owe me a fucking apology and i don't take it that seriously right, right. but it it does bother me right. and it would bother me if 50 fucking million people like I've heard him say about this um this like we ingest like a credit cards worst case scenario we ingest a credit cards worth of plastic a week and that's true that sounds crazy and I've heard him fact check himself on that a couple times too <laughs> and it's like it's when you get it sucks that he's gotten big to the point where now he has to like feel like all right, I'm supposed to be an entertainer, but now I have to fucking fact check everything because he fact checks himself a bunch in that podcast right, too, right. and because it, it's like, man, can we just move on? Just but some of the shit like Mustaine was saying was like, this needs to be fact checked. Like he just would talk like he's he's very guarded and has always been very egotistical. Uh huh. Not not in like an aggressive way, sure, but just like won't really take accountability for a lot of things. Yeah, um, yeah. Um and it was interesting kind of watching him in in such a long form. I've seen many and read many an interview in like guitar magazines and and watched a lot of his interviews over the years. And it's not necessarily like very like um uh like rehearsed or anything like that, but uh-huh. it, seeing him on such a long form thing like the, 
you can't hide in a four hour podcast. No, no. you can that's hide. That's like one if, of my favorite things about them. If if you know, okay, this interview is going to be over in ten minutes. I'm gonna he's gonna, probably going to ask me the same questions that the last ten people have yeah. asked me. You're almost like rehearsed that point, like or you can blow past questions, not answer them, and shit like right. that. Right, yeah. but with this, you're like on video. The entirety of it is is there. Um, you know, he's still one of my guitar heroes and that kind of thing. Um, it was just a strange conversation. Yeah. Some parts of it, yes, were very boring. Well, yeah, and it's, but it's, then it's, it's it also was, when it comes, when it's like, these people are meeting for the first time. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it was, I was like, this is kind of boring. And then I was like, on second thought, this is what it would be. I mean, they don't even know each other. So it's like, this is, I mean, and it's not, it's, he didn't like, I also watched Mark Zuckerberg on Rogan. Mm-hmm he had questions because it's Mark Zuckerberg. Like it's very easy to, to like ask questions about stuff. I mean, it's like, but like with a heavy met, you know, he's just Dave, he's Dave Mustaine. It's not like you're interviewing somebody with like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to articulate what I'm trying to say, but like they're kind of, it's more informal. Mark Zuckerberg is fucking Mark Zuckerberg. There's a whole lot more pretense there. Yes. Dave Mustaine is, is just, I mean, he's like, he was kind of asking him, what was it like? Being fucking a founding member of Metallica. What was right. it like being on the road for super long time? Like shit like that. And it's more personal than, and that's like with an interview in like a professional setting, you have, of course you, you it's easy to, it's easy. It's almost easier because you're thinking of like questions. Oh, what should I interview him for? Like he didn't really go, he didn't have many questions because it's just a conversation in most cases. Right. Now the Marcus Zuckerberg episode was a little bit more refined because he probably was like, well, I have to have questions for this man. I can't. Right. <laughs> like this is the owner of like one of the largest companies in the fucking- It's not going to be like, what's it like owning one of the biggest companies? Exactly. Like, softball yeah, yeah. questions. Like, yeah, yeah. You got to get real at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but- It was I'm trying to- think of how to how to put it in a certain place in my head it, it was kind of weird it's something like you not that i like thought negatively of dave mustaine it, it just it was a very strange experience watching it yeah yeah um i felt much older because he looks so much older yeah 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 <laughs> um but I feel like it. I feel like it would go in waves. It would be like a normal like conversation, that kind of thing. And and again, he's very garden. And yeah, and well, I'm, I'm I'm guilty of this too. Like very specific with how I say things. Sure. Because I want it to be perceived the way I want it. Yeah. To yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can see where sometimes that can come off as inauthentic or uh, well, calculated or something like that. And I felt like his responses were very guarded and. Uh, it, it just didn't feel like he was open. Yeah, and I feel you know? I actually kind of like I legitimately a couple times like when he talked about like the black magic stuff. Mm-hmm. And listen, I I'm I am open minded about fucking everything. Like, listen, I don't necessarily believe that black magic is real. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but I also haven't had people have convincing fucking stories imaginations are imaginations but people have really convincing stories about ghosts i haven't i can't i can't go all in on it right because i've never had any any parent like paranoia any (laughs) supernatural experience at all 
So it's like, fuck man, I wish I did. You know what I mean? Because I am open-minded about it, which could lead me to be skeptical about it in general. Because it's like, bitch, I'm very open-minded about this and I haven't had any of them. So I'm thinking you're a little eccentric. But like, I, I think one thing that would have helped one and maybe not so much it probably wouldn't have been as as important maybe rogan could have did a little bit more research but it's hard that fucking dude is busy as hell right i don't expect him to do because he'd have to get really into like megadeth you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he'd have to get really into it's a lot to get into a whole band that they didn't go into a lot of like the member changes no, um, which I was like, damn, I been, don't know that stuff. You do. So, like, you didn't need Megadeth that, but has I been wanted a that. revolving door of members. Yeah. Um, be, probably because Mustaine is the way he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been a revolving door of members, and uh, people have their lineups that they like. Um, kind of the core lineup that everyone really loved was um, Dave Mustaine and Dave Ellison were always kind of the core Ellison, that's a whole other story of him kind of coming in and out of the band, even suing him at one point, oh, really? and then rejoining the band after suing him, um, and then most recently being let go after a scandal that was maybe a scandal, not really, but sort of. Okay. Um, uh, that's maybe another conversation for <laughs> yeah, another yeah, time. Yeah. So, uh, oh, wow. we're we're out of almost out of time. Um, but um. That might have been interesting to get into all the different like lineup changes and like why do you think this is and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know it, I mean? it would have been better with like a heavy heavy fan of his yeah you know what I mean but it's I mean what can he do what he can't become a fan like oh I'm interviewing Dave Mustaine a month from now yeah are you gonna become a fan in a month you know what I mean I don't know it, it was just it but, was it was strange because it kind of stayed surface but then when it did go deep it went in a weird way. Yeah. And then yeah. Mustaine would just kind of like make some wild statement. And then I think he even said at one point, like, what is this fact check? Every Are you Dave Dave debunking Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave. Well, yeah. And like, I, but you're also saying, well, some ridiculous shit. And the at thing some points. That, yeah. And I think I wish that like, I, I actually, it's when he said that, I actually kind of felt bad for him. Not in like any weird way. But I felt bad because I realized like then like, oh, he's he just he's probably been attacked his entire fucking career for being like a shithead or being eccentric or believing in black magic or so like when he brought that up, he like immediately wanted to drop it. And it's like, hey, man, you should have did research on Joe Rogan. This is the guy to have this fucking conversation with. Right. Cause he even like, kind of like was like, I, I know you don't, I don't expect you to like believe anything like that. It's like, do you know Joe Rogan? Like, <laughs> no, he's, this is the podcast to talk about black magic. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like he's fucking frequently high out of his mind talking about <laughs> aliens and DMT. Like, no, this is the guy he, and he was like, and then Froken even said like, Oh no, it's not anything like that. I just, I'm open-minded to everything. He was kind of like, nah, dude, like, wait, like, you know, you don't understand who you're, t- I think I, w- I wish he would have, uh, like maybe known a little bit more about, cause if you knew, I mean, we fucking both know, that if you want to go talk about black magic and fucking putting hexes on people, Rogan might be the safest place to talk about that on. <laughs> right. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it kind of felt like he was treating it like any other like guitar world 
interview. Yeah. And I think that if he would have now, like, for example, it, this one made me, honestly, it made me look forward to the next one. Like, I hope he goes on there again hmm. because I think the next one would be far better because they yeah. have like a rapport. They know each other. Like, I, it was very, like, it seemed apparent to me, maybe I'm wrong, but that they didn't, they were like meeting maybe for the first time. Like, yeah, they might have yeah. talked that day. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. like, yeah. I think if they got to know each other, they, it would be a far more smooth conversation, a little bit more open. Because mm. I don't care what people believe in. I want to hear you. I want to hear you talk about fucking putting a hex on somebody. I want to hear you <laughs> talk about that weird shit. I don't, like, I just no judgment from me. Right. So, like, and I don't, and I don't, Rogan's not the type of person to judge somebody for shit, especially not shit like that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? He kind of has a pretty wide variety of fucking people on his show. So, like, if you're worried about being too eccentric, that's not the place to do it. Yeah. So I kind of felt bad because he, like, at times it seemed like he was like, oh, whatever, just kind of wanted to drop the conversation because he didn't want to be like, looked at like an asshole or something. And it's like, dude, no, nah, this isn't the place for that. Like, Right. And if anybody was going to have that thought of you, they already have that. <laughs> Sure. I mean, I guess anybody historically, but not, you know, new people. Like, I wouldn't know that. I know nothing about really. Overall, I feel like it was it was kind of underwhelming. I was expecting or I was hoping for more as a fan. Like he is one of my guitar heroes. Like um, and as a fan, I guess I was hoping for more. But he's just so guarded. He just didn't let anything go. Yeah. Real, real deep, real deep. And Um, I don't. It sounds like the way you described. It sounds like I don't blame him. Yeah, because it seems like he probably got probably gets shit a lot. You know what I mean? So it's like oh, fuck you, fuck you. I'm not gonna open up just to be ridiculed or whatever. Right. And then you know, but yeah. So I was I was thinking like also when you would give Jamie looks and stuff. I was thinking there's probably more like oh here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like when he right. brought up like black magic, he kind of gave him a look and it was like. No, that wasn't a look of trepidation. That was a look like, let's fucking go. We're finally getting somewhere. Yeah. We're finally not. Just, yeah, and like, because yeah. it's definitely in character to be interested. Because I, I was like, oh, please tell me more. Right. Like, I'm totally <laughs> into that. I mean, because I've heard stories about, dude, I've heard stories that people convincing fucking stories about people being possessed and stuff. It's like, dude, it's unbelievable what you're telling me. But like, you're not like, people that aren't liars have told me stories about shit like that. And I'm like, this person's not a liar. Like, I know them well. I believe them. Like, right. I, I don't know how I can believe them, but like, I, I you know what I mean? Like, there's I've known people that are not compulsive liars. They're not bullshitters. And they've told me crazy shit that I'm like, dude, I, I, I can't believe it 100% because I didn't see it, but I have to believe that you saw it right. and you were sober at the time. So it's not like you were tripping <laughs> balls or anything. <laughs> But all in all, yeah, I definitely, it definitely was underwhelming. And I kind of wanted like a whole backstory thing. Like when Jewel did his podcast. Yeah, that did was you listen to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy that shit. One was, did I you learned, learn about her whole story? Yeah, I learned a lot more. That I, I think you just put a point on what I was trying to, or, or articulated what I was trying to say. I don't feel like I learned anything new about him. Yeah. And that's what I was looking for. I was looking for more. Uh-huh. Okay, he's going to talk to him for three or four hours. I'm going to get some new information yeah, yeah. that I haven't learned before. And maybe that's my fault because I already like 
No, but you would think. But yeah, even I didn't learn much. I, I felt like I learned more in like the Tarantino conversation yeah. um, with uh, Oliver Stone. Like, and that, like I said when we started talking about this, I'll listen depending on the guest because yeah, I yeah. want to hear them fucking talk for four hours yeah. and learn something new. And maybe I think that's what I've been trying to get to this whole time and not being able to <laughs> articulate yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Is I was underwhelmed and just like disappointed that I didn't really learn anything. Learn anything. I was like, "Yep, that's the yeah." Saying. And you were for yeah. that, and I was interested in hearing your take because I was like, "Oh, I wonder if he was more inter- You might have been more interested because you got like a like a little bit more into like him, but I didn't get anything. I I need to learn more about Megadeth. You know what I right, mean? Like I right. I actually do need to learn more because I don't know any of the lore. I don't know. The whole and you mentioned they them Metallica using songs that they weren't supposed to use. He was supposed to not. They were supposed to not use. He asked them, but he wrote them or with them in the band. And at that point, eh. yeah, it's kind of fair. And he seemed right. a little. And I'm sure that he. And on the first album, he still used one of the songs. Yeah. Like they have two. I heard. Al- it. I listened to it the other almost day. Almost identical songs. Yeah. It's totally. It's not. Unfortunately, it's not as good. No. And I. It might be a little biased because I. I like the original. Right. So like maybe that's part of it. It's like no, I liked it better this way. But sometimes when somebody covers something, you're like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> right. I liked it better the other time. Right. And sometimes the cover rocks or whatever. Like so, it's that's all taste. But yeah, all in all, it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, I like I said, I think if they do it again, it'll be better because they'll have a Hopefully. rapport. And if, I and I if, hopefully they do it again because I mean, if they go somewhere deeper or or a different angle or, or talk about something. Yeah. I want to hear if, fucking if that was everything. It, then yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, yeah. We're speaking gonna... of underwhelming conversations, <laughs> I think this one has gone quite too long. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, honestly, if you guys are still listening, uh, just, you know, you know what to do, like, and subscribe. <laughs> Maybe you don't know what to do. Like, subscribe, give us five stars, whatever you want, whatever you feel inclined to do Write into the email. If you want to, yeah, it's um, attempted delivery podcast at gmail.com. Um, we have some uh, fellow people <laughs> in life who <laughs> maybe do something similar to what we do during the day. Um, <laughs> and if you have any crazy stories 